Integrity. That's called courage. Free up your mind. Use your imagination. All you need to know is I'll get you there. Learning. Now that's the stuff leaders should be made of. Welcome to the Open House Podcast. Our guests are our students. Opinionated, daring, and ridiculously smart. They ask tough questions about life and about learning. This podcast is by them and for them. Thank you so much, uh, Anushka and Dr. Tiwari, for joining me. For uh, thank you so much, uh, Sudika, and uh, thank you so much for for this platform for giving me an opportunity to share share something uh, and can contribute uh, to someone's life with yeah. my information. Yeah, this is we are actually now. This is the seventh episode of the Open House podcast, um, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to kick this off. Um, okay. You know, there are two kinds of relationships uh, we can have with food. The first kind is if you look at food simply as fuel, something that is a matter of survival, and the second is if you look at food as something that you enjoy and something to savor. Um, mm. People who have eating disorders like anorexia or bulimia or you know binge mm. eating disorder, they have an mm. entirely different relationship with food. Um, the common perception is that eating disorders only affect people who want to lose weight, um, mm. but there is more to it than that. Eating disorders mm. do affect a person's mental health, and they are a kind mm. of mental disorder. And this mm. episode is is going to be a very candid conversation about precisely that. We have mm-hmm. um, Anushka Srivatsan, a 15-year-old who is in class 10. She is a drummer, a singer, and a mental health advocate. Our guest speaker today Great. is Dr. Um, Samyak Tiwari, a practicing psychiatrist from Lucknow. He believes that how we behave and think is a byproduct of our conditioning, and his practice goes beyond treating a symptom to actually understand why we behave the way we do. Thank you so much for joining us. Dr. Tiwari my first question is actually to you um mm-hmm. I it's sort of like a stock check for the rest of the episode what really okay. are eating disorders can you talk a little bit about anorexia bulimia and binge eating each see uh, there are there are as you as you've already mentioned the primarily there are two kinds of eating disorders anorexia nervosa and and uh, uh bulimia so uh, both are uh, basically quite uh, similar in in a sense that both the people who are suffering from either anorexia or bulimia they have that uh, that feeling of losing weight the only difference is the uh, in fact not the only the few differences are that anorexia there is a, there is a, a, an intense desire to an obsession of weight loss in anorexia while in bulimia there is no obsession but it is only limited to desiring weight loss okay so anorexia there is intense obsession for weight loss in bulimia there is just desire not obsession and to meet that obsession of weight loss in anorexia these individuals who suffer from this illness they indulge in extreme starvation and because of extreme starvation people with anorexia they suffer many kind of physiological illnesses common being uh, anemia and uh, muscle atrophy uh, hormonal disturbances hypokalemia where there is lack of potassium in the blood uh, they suffer from hypoglycemia uh, 
so there they, because there is extreme starvation in and anorexia they have certain kinds of kind of physiological disturbances while in bulimia as i told you that there is say definitely there's an underlying this thought of that i should lose weight but that is not to the extent of obsession there is only a desire so there is never that intense uh, feeling of uh, starvation they usually people with bulimia they maintain their weight okay uh, so there is in bulimia people do not do not there is no nothing like starvation they are they they cannot control their cravings and they eat too much food especially food which is rich in calories and the moment they eat it after that they try to binge it they don't try to take it out through various inappropriate uh, methods name most commonly i think you must have read uh, is self induced vomiting they also take laxatives some kind of diuretics so they they cannot control their cravings they have lot of those uh, calorie rich food and then they take it out so that somehow uh, it is said and i i read about it that once they cannot stop the craving once they have that uh, calorie rich food then they get in a state of regret and to get over that regret they indulge in self induced kind of a vomiting or laxative or diuretic uh, ways to take out all those calories so this is this these are the these are the basic differences between anorexia and uh, i i told this uh, up front because i just wanted to clear what exactly the differences are i right. hope i could i could uh, yes. uh, make you understand what i'm trying to tell you yes yes um anushka why don't you actually um tell us about your experience with eating disorders um i know it has been a first hand experience uh yes all right so for me uh i suffered from bulimia nervosa for a couple of months in 2020 and um for me it was mainly fueled by body dysmorphia and it was like an attempt to fit this sort of a mold of perfection that society had uh, provided which was said to be you know the perfect way to look or uh unless you look this way you are not accepted so it was more of that for me uh it would be somewhat like all right so if i'm eating anything i'm not a particularly unhealthy eater so uh, if i was eating even a simple lunch uh with my family at the back of my head there'd be this guilt this regret that would keep saying like you know you should not be doing this or this is not good for you or you know exercise a lot Uh, more you'll have to exercise a lot more tonight because you ate so much and then ultimately after eating i would uh, go and you know uh, self induced either vomiting or you know as dr samyak said so mm. that was uh, for me that was my experience it would be somewhat there would be this voice at the back of my head uh, saying that you know what you're feeling is wrong mm. like this you shouldn't be regretting this but but it was there nonetheless Hmm. You know, Anushka, you spoke of uh, body dysmorphia, and people make all sorts of comments for skinny people and for people who are overweight alike. Yeah. For skinny people, it's you know matches ki tili or what not. Yeah. Uh, how do these comments actually uh, make you feel, and how does that really play into your experiences? 
I think that plays one of the most major roles uh, in uh, in especially eating disorders because uh, ultimately it's for external validation, right? Hmm. Uh, you are doing it to try to please others. Every single comment, everything anybody says about the way you look hmm. affects us in uh, in every way possible. So hmm. you are looking for that, uh, you know, you look good or you look very nice, but. Uh, for some reason people are never happy there's always going to be this one person who will go no you will look better like that hmm. or you know do this to look like that hmm. which is practically impossible there are impossible standards to attain hmm. Hmm. Dr. So, Tawani have you seen this I mean uh, when you have treated people with eating disorders have you seen this come up again and again definitely definitely uh, <clears throat> It's a common uh, belief uh, and it's a common thinking of people who have certain kind of eating disorders that they they want to achieve uh, uh, some kind of a physical shape. They, there's this urge and uh, this, this feeling that they should look perfect, that zero figure crap kind of a thing. Mm. And uh, unfortunately, what has happened, especially after the uh, appearances of these kind of all the social platforms, especially the Instagram, that uh, we have become more and more and more of approval seekers. Mm. So actually we were, we all of us right from the time immemorial, uh, we have uh, obviously uh, everyone, every one of us uh, likes to be appreciated. But this opportunity of getting appreciated has been enhanced mm. by these social platforms. Hmm. So youngsters, young, especially youngsters like Anushka, when they see people on Instagram and Facebook and all these social platforms, they somehow get uh, inspired by all these uh, uh, the shapes of this this amazing shape of their uh, their body, hmm. and so this influences a lot in uh, inspiring them, in motivating them towards losing weight. Mm-hmm. And which losing weight is good, but having an obsession for it and losing weight to an extent that you become biologically ill. Mm-hmm. Now that uh, comes under the category of eating disorders. Mm-hmm. I always tell in my uh, seminars, which I, when I go to schools and colleges, that you see all of us are interested in shaping our body, but we are not interested in shaping our minds. Mm-hmm. The reason is that I can put my... 17 inch bicep photograph on the platform or a girl can put her good looks on the on any social platform Mm -hmm. but how can i take the snap of a mind which is full of wisdom even Mm -hmm. if i take it i won't get any kind of comments or thumbs ups or those kind of approvals Anushka, what do you say to that i mean you are the uh, social media generation uh you're in the thick of it um how much, I mean, how, how much does it influence you? Because I, I just feel that it glorifies, you know, all, all these models and actresses with the skinniest of bodies. Yes, so I think um, what we uh, propagate as beautiful is what society believes is beautiful. But, uh, okay, so you will see on social media, there are two very parallel sides. There will be one where... Um, all the this diet culture and everything will be uh, it'll be this sort of one would call it this way of living 
hmm. which is so which is shown to be so beautiful and so glamorous and so bright this hmm. the modeling industry the the acting industry all these places um the people who work here it's their job there's nothing that we should have against them but there hmm. is this limit there's this extent to which we should naturally push ourselves to hmm. look a particular way hmm there should be a like we should know how much our bodies can actually take we hmm. should know how much we should be actually challenging our body hmm i i should not be forced to eat one meal a day which will also be uh, you know something really small just because i don't want to eat that many particular calories or hmm. i should not be forced to exercise 4 to 5 hours a day by myself even if there's no person from outside telling me to do it there should be there shouldn't be this um internal uh thing where i am forcing myself to go to an extent which my own body doesn't want to go hmm so you can get inspired by it for the better hmm. but you should not uh get uh, inspired by it in such a way that uh in the end it it takes a toll on your mind it takes a toll on your body because in the end the no. maximum people getting affected are my generation right uh, they are uh, people who are mostly in school or in college and we have uh, a lot of other things on our mind as well and trying to get that external validation just for our looks that should not be such a big priority hmm. looking good and feeling good is beneficial but um looking good just to make others feel feel good, happy that's not really others hmm. hmm no i think i think sometimes uh when we do look at actresses and models and um i think we forget that it is their full time i mean looking good is a part of the job um and they probably have an yeah. entire team of people that is working to make them look that way whether it's a makeup artist or whether it's a it's a gym instructor uh whether it's also like just access to you know having the best gyms uh we forget that that's that's what it takes to you know look like that and and it's not possible for people who are studying for people who have full time jobs uh you know and it's it's a different life entirely um do yeah. people only i think um have eating disorders when they are unhappy with the way their body looks um this is either of you can answer and go first see mostly uh, the pathology lies in how we are thinking about our own body hmm so prim- primarily it's because of we are not happy with the with our shape hmm but uh, it has also been seen especially anorexia i'm not about talking about bulimia but anorexia people uh, starve because somehow they have a kind of guilt regret and uh, especially in patients with depression hmm and uh, by not by indulging this kind of a starvation they want to give a loud message to everyone that uh, they are not happy with their life Hmm. so here the here the basic uh, thinking is not uh, to look good but to somehow uh, tell people that they are suffering like a call for help yeah the call for help then it's also seen in patient with obsessive compulsive disorder 
Okay. OCD, yeah. Where patients, uh, uh, where patients have an obsession for uh, looking uh, great, looking good. See, uh, obsession for losing weight. Uh, they sometimes may binge, but then when there is an obsession for losing weight because of OCD, they never binge. Hmm. There is a great obsession inside them. So although it's a very difficult thing to pick out, but I have seen that people with, uh, especially anorexia, they also have an associated uh, uh, OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder. Hmm. Whether whether they have some kind of linking, uh, this is something uh, to be found out, something uh, some topic for research. But I have, although the few cases I have seen, I have seen this kind of a correlation. Hmm. So. But primarily, yes, definitely. Uh, people uh, are suffering from eating disorders because they are not happy with their shape. Hmm. Anushka, do you have something to add to that? I feel like eating disorders, um, they may be, I think it is, yes, mainly because when somebody is unhappy with their shape or maybe they're made to feel unhappy about their shape. Like I may be perfectly happy with my body, but somebody either in my family or my peers or just somebody uh, nowadays, random people on social media may say, you know, uh, Hmm. they might just say, you know, your shoulders are too broad Hmm. or something, just that small comment, which was maybe like they wrote it and forgot and just had that forgotten about it it'll be of my mind you know it'll be in the back of our minds going is it like this should i be worried about this and then thinking process about it which will ultimately you know grow into some so it can either be self-inflicted like you know by seeing social media or people propagating these the perfect figures you know in double quotations Hmm. Um, or it can be just Something which somebody thought was harmless, but actually turned out to be really harmful. Hmm. So, I mean, uh, you mentioned something that reminded me of something that happened yesterday. I was uh, going, um, I was going live on Instagram uh, with a batchmate of mine from college, and um, we were talking, and somebody in the comments said, "You have bad teeth." And, you know, then it just threw me off for that entire 40 minute period because I I don't even know who he's talking about. Is he talking about me? Is he talking about my friend? Uh, either way, it's it's bad and it's it's unpleasant, you know, for, for both of us. Um, you know, recently, uh, I don't know if the two of you watched uh, The Crown and the fourth season, the last season of that. Uh, did you guys watch it? Uh, no, I have not watched The Crown series. Okay. Uh, but um, sure, go. Neither me. Neither me. Okay. No, actually, I had a question about uh, that. Uh, Princess Diana in that show, um, she had bulimia. Um, yes, yes. And I wanted to actually ask you what you thought about the way it was shown. I, I do know the story. Okay. So, uh, uh, when, uh, so it was basically, so there's a story behind how I know the story. <laughs> So uh, when I was when I was not on in my healthiest times, I uh, you know when I was talking to my mom when I finally told her like you know I'm not healthy and this is happening, mm-hmm. then um, she was quite supportive about it and uh, we went we came across this story of Princess Diana and how it was made such a big deal 
that she had bulimia but uh, i feel like under all the pressure uh, which is not dissimilar to the pressure maybe it it must have been a lot more but i think the pressure which all of us undergo and under the same pressure it was it's not justified to be uh, to show hatred towards someone if they publicly finally say that you know i i had this problem and i'm trying mm. to fix it mm. so i think that was um, I was strongly against the way it was handled by both the media and the mm. uh, royal, uh, uh, you know, the family. But I feel like the way she was so strong about it coming uh, out in front of everybody, and in that time, that too, when not uh, where rarely anybody really knew about these things. So mm. I feel like if anybody is coming forward, whether now, whether previously, it should be taken as. A, a very courageous thing and not something to be looked down upon hmm in in your experience um how aware are people of eating disorders um dr tiwari uh, and anushka and either of you start they are very unaware let's go with that <laughs> um hmm. rarely would i see Uh, okay so when i uh, had i published i think on open houses blog only i published my article and mm. i sent the link to a couple of my friends and they said that i had to search on the internet to know what you were talking about mm. so it's it's something that practically nobody talks about because especially in schools when we have the mental health seminars or anything like that it's ma- mainly for your studies or your focus anxiety which are all very important but uh, topics like eating disorders are not even touched they're not mentioned nobody knows about them in my case it was practically nobody except for my mom hmm. and that too because she treats patients who uh, come here come okay to her. okay What about you, Doctor Tiwari? What is your experience been? Definitely, the girl is right. Uh, eating disorders are extremely underreported, hmm. and uh, because of the fact that, especially anorexic patients, if I am talking about anorexia, they they are heading towards their mission of losing weight to the extreme, to the max, hmm. uh, secretly, without telling this to anyone. Uh, I one uh, once upon a time I was going through a book of my subject and I uh, saw a case study where I uh, there was a r- real case being discussed hmm. and it was it was mentioned that uh, uh, it has been very frequently seen that anorexic patients they carry uh, paper napkins in their in their pockets. Hmm. Okay, so the their their modus operandi is whenever you offer them food. so they mm. would give you a smile they would respectfully respectfully take whatever you have given them mm. and they will put that piece of meal in their mouth mm. they would smile back at you chew uh, chew it and then the moment you are away from them they would take that food put mm. it in the paper napkin and then throw back mm. so uh, they do it very secretly Hmm. and so uh, it has been extremely underreported not many people know about it that there is certain any disorder like eating disorder hmm and because 
no very few patients we uh, of eating disorders are encountered are seen by me and any other psychiatrist people are not very much interested in uh, research for hmm. eating disorders hmm. because research is done on popular subjects hmm usually usually right so there are le- very less number of doctors who are doing anything any research on eating disorders so it's very unpopular hmm what are some common um, misconceptions sorry anushka uh, yeah i just wanted to add one thing to what dr samyak said hmm. uh when he mentioned you know that they do it secretly or uh, you know it's not something which is really publicly shown then hmm. i feel like many a times it's actually appreciated instead of uh, denounced because when somebody starts to lose weight uh, society as a whole says you know oh you look better you look prettier which just sort of uh, enhances the need to continue doing so hmm. so for i think that positive feedback is actually worse definitely Hmm. Negative one. Yeah. Hmm. What are some common misconceptions around eating disorders? Misconceptions, I would say that uh, people, uh, even even people who are indulging in uh, eating disorders, are actually not aware of the fact that they are heading towards something uh, which is which comes under the category of illness. Hmm. they exactly don't know about it so ma- many times it is underreported because the the sufferer is not aware that they that he or she is mostly she is mm. not mm, heading towards some some kind of a abnormal behavior mm. so for for people in their family people around them and for the uh, person himself or herself mostly mm. herself uh, for them uh, they are heading towards uh, uh the uh, their health heading towards losing weight heading towards more becoming more fit hmm hmm um anushka uh you know what was it like for you to tell your mother or your friends around you um that you were suffering from bulimia what was their reaction if you're comfortable talking about it um yeah i'm comfortable with it uh so for me uh, first i had to come to terms with it myself hmm uh to realize to come to a realization that okay i cannot handle this on my own hmm and uh so one day uh, i was i was just sitting down with my mom and i'm i'm pretty uh, i have i'm very fortunate to have a mom who i'm very open with so mm-hmm. i told her i need to talk to you about something and uh, she said uh, okay tell me so i said that uh, i'm having this regret after eating uh, for the last couple of uh, months it's been happening and uh, i don't think it's right of me to uh, throw up everything that i eat and she said that okay uh, this is something which i have dealt with even in my field because the symptoms of what maybe what you are going through are something that i have seen so uh, she just she really understood what i went through like she she tried to uh, i'm pretty sure it was not easy for her but she tried to come to terms with it to try to help me uh, get through it so we just sort of did it, we went through it together 
because i think it i think eating disorders in general are very lonely for somebody who is going through them so uh, for me she was like this major pillar of support who just helped me like even when i had you know repercussions or um, when i was not uh, like i on, on even on the road to recovery there are still you know places where the it's it's not easy it's mm. rocky so uh, i think uh, being supportive is one of the main things uh, that you can do to help someone who has just told you about you know what they're going through as for my friends i did not actually tell any of my friends before the article came out mm-hmm. so it came as a sort of surprise to them but they were also pretty supportive they were all really supportive to me like especially my close circle i think approaching the right person is very important and then you slowly maybe if you do for me i did want to become healthier because as somebody who uh, who suffer, who i have hashimotos so mm-hmm. already my um, metab- metabolism due to hypothyroid is isn't very good mm-hmm. so i decided that i'll have a healthier lifestyle and it will be a long process but i'll build it up so i started with a uh, first of all with eating i started with eating and keep inside mm-hmm. so uh, just eating three meals a day small but gradually growing and then i got into an exercise regime mm. and slowly slowly you build it up you have to be very careful about what affects you and what doesn't and even if it does affect you how much you let it see it is uh, obviously if you compare it to other kind of mental illnesses it is really uncommon it is not as prevalent as other mental illnesses but there are people who have this kind of problem uh they do it secretly so it's underreported and uh, many of individuals especially people who are doing it in in uh, rural areas they are not exactly aware of it what they are doing okay uh maybe few people in urbans they might realize it that they are going through anorexia or bulimia but that's also very rare Um, thank you so much for this conversation you know as we've we've discussed pleasure, realized, pleasure. um over the last i think like 45 minutes is that uh yeah. eating disorders are highly underreported we aren't aware of them uh and we always you know we don't always know what it really means um and we need to talk about it a lot more i hope that this yeah. conversation is the start of many more that we do end Definitely. up having as a society about eating disorders um and really understanding them a little better um but yeah thank you so much anushka and thank you dr tiwari thank you sudhika thank you anushka